Welcome to another Palmico dog training Q&A. So these Palmico Q&As are held in the Palmico dog training inner circle. And the Palmico dog training inner circle is a closed Facebook group for people who are following the Palmico dog guide. And the Palmico dog guide is an online video series with everything you need to train your own dog. And in the dog guide we followed, we filmed everything I did to train my own dog from start to finish. And we also filmed the things that I've done to retrain older dogs with existing bad habits. <clears throat> We're still filming and still adding to it. And you can check out the Palmico Dog Guide at Palmico Dog Training on Facebook and Instagram is the best place to check it out and learn about it. Um, and there's links in the bio on Instagram and there's links at the shop now button on Facebook and there's links and pictures and videos and stuff all over the place um, at Palmico Dog Training on Facebook and Instagram. <clears throat> right, I'm going to get into these questions. So Claire, Claire has a 12-week-old GSP pup and she's worried about separation anxiety getting worse Um the pup's been with them for two weeks, going really well with crating, except when she hears me leave and she's still upset when I get back two or three hours later. Works herself up into a really bad state when left in the crate on the porch. Totally destroys bedding, except that indestructible dry fleece. Hope a pattern's not setting in, thanks. Yeah, Kate, so... Um, yeah, Claire, with, with something like that, if you... if you're having problems um, while your pup's left out on the porch or while you're actually leaving um, and when you get back, I would um, come back to that principle of training and steps, so lots of little steps and always trying to get the first step really solid before you move on to the next one. And if as you try to take a step in training, you start running into problems or it looks like it's really difficult for your pup or dog to get, you always take a step back. So in those that situation, <clears throat> you know, with crate training, with Miko, I started off with the crate in the back of the truck while I was right there with her, you know, and then um, that was on the drive home from picking her up, you know, and then when I get home, spend a bit of time with her, um, make sure she's been to the bathroom and she's had food and water and she's getting pretty tired and then I put her in the crate and I put her in the crate in the kitchen and I'm in the lounge so I'm only like and in my kitchen and my lounge are basically the same room um, so I'm only a few meters away and I let her settle down there you know and and so it's very little steps that keep in the rungs of the ladder for those training steps very close together um, and with kenneling and crating, um, you know, for example, someone might run into problems with their pup or dog um, barking or whining in the kennel while they're not home. My first question there is always, well, what's your pup or dog like in the kennel while you're home? You know what I mean? And quite often the answer to that is, oh, well, honestly, while we're home, the pup or dog's not spending much time in the kennel at all. And that's when it gets its free time. And when we leave, we put it in the kennel and it makes heaps of noise. So um, my answer to that is always, well, 
get your pup or dog really good in the kennel while you're home and it'll probably get better while you're away too. So <clears throat> that's really my best piece of advice on that is if it's happening while your pup is out on the porch and it's happening when you're leaving, then uh, it's, very, it's going to be quite difficult to work with this problem in those situations. The best thing that you can do is um, lower the bar a little bit and start taking very small steps. So bring, you know, if your pup's making loads of noise while in the kennel while it's out on the porch, then open the door and get yourself a little bit closer and put a bit of pressure on it. Stomp your foot. Hey, no, cut it out, you know, and put a bit of pressure on the pup, exactly like I do in the Palmico Dog Guide, um, to try and get it to calm down and, and be quiet and then... Let it ride it out, let it howl it out, bark it out, and then as soon as it's calm and relaxed, then you let it out. You know what I mean? So you're showing the pup or dog that you're only going to put pressure on it if it wants to make lots of noise in the kennel or crate, and it doesn't get let out until it's calm or quiet. So they learn to just be calm or quiet, and then they'll get let out. Um, and that's much easier to do if you're in the same room as the, if the pup's outside. Go outside with it, set a chair up, take a book outside, sit down a few meters away from your pup or dog and try to get it just to calm down and relax and sleep for even 15, 20 minutes in the crate, 10 minutes, 5 minutes in the crate on the porch and as soon as it's had a 5 or 10 minute sleep and while it's still quiet, let it out then. So it's learning that it only gets let out when it's quiet, uh, when it's calm and relaxed. You know what I mean? And um, don't be afraid to put a bit of pressure on it for making that noise too. So that's my um, answer to that. I hope one of those options helps and um, let us know how you get on with that. Keep in touch on it. Um, Megan. Megan has a 12-week-old Foxy Terrier Poodle and he's going really well with training on the long line. Good routine as he gets a good 30-minute walk with training and stop recall going really great. He then has to go into an outside kennel for the day while I work and and then is crate trained at night in the house. My only issue is he is still barking most of the day while I'm at work in the kennel. He's been in the kennel for two weeks now. Any suggestion on curbing the barking in the kennel during the day? I've given him heaps of chew toys and food but still not settling as well inside the crate. One note to add, when he first arrived here, he actually spent the first week sleeping inside, oh sorry, sleeping outside in the kennel, but had to start crate training inside as was as I was worried it was getting too cold for him at night. That's And that's fair enough. You, there's nothing wrong with bringing the um, a pup or dog inside at night while it's really cold, but it, it's, um, I've, I just spent... Uh, it's funny I've already answered this question because it's it's very similar thing and I just covered it um, answering Claire's question. Uh, it's that same thing. So and and this is a classic example of it. Um, you're saying everything's going well in the long line, good routine. Um, he's in the kennel while you're uh, good routine. And then he's crate trained at night. The, so it sounds like he's all right in the crate, but not good in the kennel. And it's exactly what I was just talking about. Um, 
So Megan's got her pup in the crate inside at night and well crate trained. It sounds like that's going okay. <clears throat> it's going in the kennel while she goes away and she's having problems with that. So my answer to that is um, you got to work on your kenneling while you're home, you know, um, and, and you know, do what we, we do in the Palmico Dog Guide where we got Miko comfortable in the crate first and we actually start off our kenneling by putting her crate in the kennel and putting her in her crate in the kennel. If she's comfortable in the crate and you put the crate in the kennel, then she's going to be more likely to be comfortable in the kennel inside a crate. Um, but it's important to work on it in a structured way, you know, and not just have her inside with you in the crate while you're home and then Monday morning, oh, I've got to go to work now, so I'll put her in a kennel and leave. You're going to have problems. She's going to make a lot of noise. And if you're not there to work with it, um, it's potentially going to get worse. So that's my advice there is to work on that kenneling issue while you're home on the weekend. And hopefully you can get her to the point by working with it on your own while you're home that she begins to improve while you're away. You know, that's really the only way to work on it. You've got to work on that kenneling while you're home for her to be good at it while you're away. Um, again, let us know how you get on with that. Gareth, I just have a query regarding my seven-month-old GSP. Not always, but more than a few times when people have come to the house, generally not people our pup know. She can get quite defensive, wanting to jump up at them. And growling at them, I just watched your part three, uh, the calm handling video in part three. This is in the Palmico Dog Guide, which offers some good insights. Quickly praising the good behaviors and putting pressure on what we don't want. It's been suggested that perhaps we put her on a lead when people arrive so we can control her more easily and I guess apply pressure more immediately. But I'm wondering if this is sending the wrong message. I'd be interested in your thoughts. So, yeah, so you're basically saying you, you put that sort of jumping up and a bit growly and defensive and that strange behavior, that's, um, you know, you, your pup's displaying this, it sounds like very nervous, um, overwhelmed, unsure on what to do, and it sort of manifests in this strain. So she's jumping up, but she's jumping up and going towards them but then she's also nervous and defensive and growling. It, it, and um, it's actually relatively common for a, if a pup or dog is in a situation where they're not sure what's going to happen next, you know, and that, that situation of a pup or a dog being in a house where new people just turn up, and if the pup or dog is free in the area and it doesn't really know what to do and you sort of you know it's it's very common where and, and people want their pup or dog to um meet new people coming on oh, here's our dog and you, just, you almost want to introduce your new guest to your dog and you want your dog to meet the new guests and you want your guests to like your dog and you want your dog to like your guests um and that's all really good, but the fact of the matter is, is that's actually quite a intense and overwhelming situation for some dogs. And if you keep putting some pups or dogs in 
that situation over and over, it can begin to manifest in either timid behaviour or aggressive behaviour or a combination of the two and it can switch and swing either way at any moment. And that's why it's quite important to keep interactions like that, particularly with a pup or dog that you begin to start to see this nervous type of behavior, whether it's timid or aggressive or a combination of the two, it can be very important to add a lot of structure to those situations. And if you start to see problems arising, <clears throat> you want to take a step back, remove that pup or dog from those situations, and then work your way back forward again in a nice and controlled and structured way. So what that would look like for me is I would try to avoid a situation where my, that dog is just free cruising around the house and people are just arriving and bursting in through the door. You know, if you've got a busy household where people just arrive unannounced, um, I would begin to try and eliminate that situation for the dog. Um, whether it's through crating or if you are aware that someone's coming around, someone's going to be coming around at lunchtime or whatever, I'd try to have the dog in a crate, happy and separated out of the way um, when guests arrive. <clears throat> and then I would let that whole um, sort of situation or environment of when people first arrive and everyone's saying hi and everyone's on their feet and moving around, I'd let that pass and let everything calm down and then even say to your guests and try to set up scenarios where you say, hey, like ask a friend and say, look, my dog's um, being a bit weird when people are coming around to the house, so I'm wondering if next time you come around, um, let me know when you're coming, I'll put the dog in the crate and then can we just spend five minutes um, with the dog and try to work this thing out and then so do that someone comes around they come in the dog's out of the way of that situation of people first arriving get everything nice and calm and relaxed um, people sitting down is better in that scenario than a whole bunch of people standing up and get a friend sitting down go get your dog have them on a long line or a lead someone suggested put the dog on a lead that's a good idea um you're saying, um, you say here, it's been suggested that perhaps we put her on a lead when people arrive so we can control her more easily and I guess apply pressure more immediately. Just, it's hard for me to say because I'm not seeing exactly what's happening here, but my gut feeling on this is telling me that it's not going to be so much about putting pressure on the dog it's going to be more about controlling the situation and calming everything down and you're probably not going to have to apply pressure to the dog um, but I would have her on a lead anyway and I get everything nice and calm everyone's sitting down go and get the dog and bring her into the situation in a controlled and structured way um, let her meet everyone um, let people give her a pat let her get nice and calm and relaxed in that situation and then take her out of it again. And just try doing that. Try just moving back into that situation in small controlled and structured steps like that. And um, 
um, really try to eliminate the situation in which the problem is arising as much as you can. You know, if any time you find yourself um, getting into a situation with the dog where the dog's displaying, um, you know, negative behaviors or the dog's getting uncomfortable or aggressive or um, timid or anything like that, first thing is just eliminate the situation, get the dog out of that situation. And then if it's a situation that you you want to be able to get into with your dog, which this is, you want your dog just to be happy and um, relaxed with people that are coming around to the house, then you need to just, again, reintroduce your dog into that situation in nice, lots of nice small steps, um, little short sessions, and try to work forward building it up from there. Um, yeah, I hope that helps. Um, <clears throat> so we, yeah, we're back from being away and we're going to be putting some new stuff up in the Palmico dog guide and giving you some updates on Miko and um, posting more photos and firing Instagram and Facebook back up. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Thanks for the questions, everyone, and we'll see you next time. If you want to, oh, if you want to find out more about the Palmico dog guide again, Palmico dog training on Facebook and Instagram, and there's links and photos and videos and stuff everywhere. See you later.